Jack, episode 60. What's the title? Koa Mongo. Don't usually think of Cohen those Mongo. during the process of the show. Yeah. I'm eating a Quest bar. I think they know. Cinnamon roll. That they didn't. Doesn't that make people nauseous when they hear other people chewing on podcasts? Yeah. It's making really? me nauseous. I got headphones <laughs> in. That's why I took them out before. <laughs> it's kind of gross. You've We're here with our friend Keith Clark. Hello, Jack. Hello, Matt. Hey, it's the second here? episode after the return of Team Jack, so, and it's also Keith Clark's second episode ever. That's right. I think I did one in 62, was it? Yeah, and this is episode 60. Right. <laughs> no, he meant 1962. 1962. Exactly. Back in the halcyon Cohen's days. Cohen's smoking weed or something. No, it's just nicotine. Don't worry. He's vaping. Yeah, bro. Am I going to get any? No. Do you want some? No. <laughs> it's water You don't vapor. get a contact high? I mean, it's not weed. He's so confused. I don't even get any contact nicotine. You don't I mean, even get that. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you would even get contact high if it were. I, I do have weed on me if you want me to smoke that one. Of course you have weed on you. Um, it's vapor, so it like dissipates within like two seconds. I smoke these on airplanes. I see. Yeah. Haven't they are like sh- aren't they shutting that those down now too? Yeah. Ish. Like you can't smoke them. Well, you can't sm- you can't legally do it right. anywhere. They'll right. try to kick you out, but they also uh, if you hold it in, you nothing comes out. So right. let them try to figure out them doing it. Right. I don't understand what the problem is with this. No problem. This is going to be a whole episode of things I don't understand because I'm too old. Sure. I don't understand why people object to vaping. Um, uh, in, in what sense? The reason they object to it in a, in a bar or a restaurant or a business sense is, I guess, the connotation with smoke, which is all in people's heads. Does that make any sense? The whole thing is a psychosomatic reaction to the sight of... I think so. To the sight of... There's oh, absolutely no secondhand smoke coming out of you. Nothing. It's, no, it's vapor. There's no, there's, hardly, there's no smoke going in me. Right. It's right. just... It's gl- glycoline propyrol, which is like vegetable oil with like liquid nicotine. Right. Nicotine's not harmful. It's just addictive. It's like they suggested that that thing itself, though, is a carcinogen thing? Uh, no, they haven't said it's a carcinogen yet. They've said the only thing they're worried about long-term effects-wise is, like, possible pneumonia because they don't know what water vapor is doing to right. their lungs. Right. But. Awesome. It's better than definite lung cancer. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? All right. The only thing I object to is is the sort of steampunk fetishizing the, the guys that are out See, there with that the is, elaborate. I'll be honest. And as someone who. <laughs> I'm like, coughing now on my quest bar. As someone who struggled with, with cigarettes for a long time, the, the, so there's the literal reaction to it in like businesses and like airplanes, like, hey, it's bothering other people because they don't know what it is or whatever, yeah. right? The kind of online societal reaction to it where like everyone who vapes is a douchebag bro, right. I hate because I need this to live. Right, right. And it's a fuckload better than cigarettes. You know what I mean, dude? Right, right. Like I get that like like there are people who do this who do not have nicotine in them. Right. And they are just vaping to blow out giant clouds of smoke like kids on skateboards. Right. Fuck all those idiots. And to have this like really ornate device that's Sure. Well, especially if there's no nicotine. The if I meet people, who, if, if I meet right. people who are vaping without nicotine, it, it, it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. They're right. just vaping water vapor. They're just vaping. Point? It's flavor, so they can. They, there's right. a billion right. different flavors, so it tastes right. like a, a hookah. You know, right? A lot of people do hookahs that don't smoke cigarettes or something at right. parties. Right. They will, but right. Who had the coolest? One you've ever seen? Oh, dude, I want as small and right. Yeah, no, I know you're not. You're not. Yeah, yeah. Into the crazy. So to me, it's not cool when people have like giant fucking Doctor Who. Like I, I agree that you can't fit in <laughs> your there pocket. A, ones. Is there a segueing yeah. now? Is there a Pikachu? Um, I mean, there are crazy people like etch designs in the sides and stuff. There's no officially licensed Nintendo vape yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. But there's a Pokemon named uh, Vaporeon. So. Of course there is. Yeah, but that's all the way, <laughs> that's all the way back from 94, so they were ahead of the trend then. Right. Wow. So, yeah, since we recorded the last podcast, the Pokemon Go. <laughs> Pokemon Go has taken over the world. Yeah. Um, as somebody tweeted, which I may or may not be able to get up really fast. Oh, my gosh. Um and I sent to a couple of friends of mine, Such Matt Cohen, I'm sure you show. will ag- agree with this. Nintendo's mobile strategy. This is by at Levy, L-E-V-I-E, Aaron Levy on Twitter, who wrote on uh, the 10th of this month. Nintendo's mobile strategy, 2008, what's an iPhone? 2010, that, yeah. what's an Android? 2012, nope. 2014, 
Still no. Right. 2016 change how society functions. <laughs> I'll be honest, and then this will be the beginning of, I'm sure, a super fucking nerdy Pokemon-centric conversation. It's not really Nintendo that's right. doing this. It's Niantic. Right. It's, it's that guy who co-developed Google Maps and invented Ingress, yeah. which is that geocaching game thing. Nintendo okay. owns, what is it, one third. Thir- one third, right? A third of Pokemon company. And just based on the third, how much did their stock go up? 20, 20% in the 20, last... 25%. 25% I think I is it already? Yeah. Wow. It was insane. Wish I had that fucking thing. Yeah. Um, Where's the inside information? I have only, in my life, it. I'd only bought, like, I'd bought stocks as a kid and shit for, for things I liked, but it was only, like, WWE and the Green Bay Packers. Right. And neither of those stocks performed well. Right. If only it had been Nintendo, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I wonder what that translates into real-world money, though. Well, the stock went up, but the game isn't making... The money a movie would. You, you, like, for, 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 the, for something that's taken over society so much, you'd think it'd be making billions of dollars, but it's right. not. I think it's made, like, $20 million so far. Right. Well, and that, God, because that it's, does seem Because low. it's free to play. It's free right. and in-app in purchases, right? They're making, they made that on just in-app purchases. Right. So in two days, it will overtake Twitter in terms of users. Wow. I read an article last night. Like, it's already so up disturbing. to, like, $8 million or something. Wow. Now, what? Jack, you do know what it is or you don't know how it works. I know more or less what it is. Yeah. I know, an, I knew enough about it to explain it to my shrink right. yesterday. Right. What is disturbing <laughs> about it? Um, here's the only thing I would say, and this will really, but for the record, or as a reminder, I'm 49 years old. Here's the only thing I would say about this. Number one, it's a free country, right? Your human life without getting into any of the current political issues, is generally yours, free free for you to live. I would say what I've observed just um, as a 49-year-old, which means I was probably 15 when the Atari Atari 2600 came into the household, is the, the subsequent... Just simply put, like the subsequent time loss to video games that I've seen generation by generation by generation. Mm-hmm. It's already over, though. It's a moot point at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it this, this, I think the only thing that's that's a little wonky, and, and I do think it's like worth saying, is you do see on Facebook and Twitter there are people who are getting together like large groups to go. I've met hunting oh, Pokemon. Hundreds of people in the last four days. Here's, and we'll go back and forth. But it's just a big. Yeah. Like most video games, and I have had my friend Mike Enriquez, who's been on the show before, has said to me that there are certain video games that are movie quality in terms of right. what you actually get out of the experience of experiencing the narrative of the game. There is no narrative in this game whatsoever. No. It's purely puzzle. It just seems like no, a big... No, it's purely social. That's what I mean, yeah. It is, this, and this is why I think this is game it a is big the most... Time, is it a time waster, no, though? No, it's the most important video game that ever came out, and it's the farthest thing from a time waster in the history this. of video games because <laughs> you have to leave your fucking house to play it. Right. <laughs> Every other video game I've ever played, I played on my couch stoned by myself for 10 hours. To play right. this game, I have to interact with the is world Is this a game, per se? Yeah, anything's a game. Fucking tic-tac-toe is a game. Right. I know, but you're basically walking around in the real world catching Pokemon, you're a.k.a. Collect- yes. pocket monsters. No, it's a portmanteau. It's what just is po- that? Uh, it is just, it is a made up, what's the actual definition of portmanteau? Well, what's the definition of what you're actually catching in your phone? They're Pokemon. It's not pocket monsters. It's not short for anything. Right. The okay. name is just Pokemon. It's just a, it's it's a just Japanese a made up word. They're the you little know creatures. What's that? They're the little creatures. They're the animals of that universe. (laughs) So for a Pokemon primer, for anyone who doesn't know, um, there are no like dogs and cats and birds and fish in this world. Every animal is a Pokemon. Right. If that makes any sense. I got that. So it's the equivalent of like hunting like a rat or something. Right. Like there's a rat. You know what I mean? Many of them look like rats. Well, there is literally a rat, a rat Pokemon. Yeah, which course. is called it's Ratatat, right? Ratata, which is which is killing Whatever. everyone in the world because it's the most common one inside the game. Oh, really? So every two seconds, much you like catch a the real rat, world, right? yeah, where hey. the rat is the most common. So I, here's the honest to god deal. Like I, I, you've read a few stories about people getting robbed or whatever, or car crashes, but or walking into a. Walking sure. off a bridge into a river. There has never been a video game that is that is societally bonded people this quickly. I've been talking to pure strangers of every ethnicity and every body type and, and instantly bonding on not Outside. only... Outside. 
outside in the real world in the real world and not, not only, in the virtual world and not only on a shared commonality of we're both playing this game i have a fucking pokemon tattoo on my heart like literally i literally do i've right. been i've never i've played every single iteration of pokemon since it came out in 1994 this has always been my favorite one of my favorite you, you talked about i always bring this up you talked about um a long time ago you talked about declaring a major in geekdom yeah yeah I don't have a major, but this is one of my fucking... Obsessions. Yes. And yeah. Pokemon always has been to a degree where I was even too old when it came out to really be into it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now the shared commonality is not only are we all playing this game, but it's suddenly the entire fucking world is saying the word like Pidgey and Jigglypuff every day. And yeah. I've been waiting my entire life for this moment. <laughs> so that's why it's such a big deal for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. My friends who have never even seen an episode or played a game or know what a fucking Pikachu is... Are suddenly texting me for for advice on how to evolve a, a, a Pidgey into a Pidgeot, right? And suddenly, you know what I mean? How, I got cachet now, man. How dormant was the entire universe? Not at all. They've released a new game every two years since it's really? come out. Yeah, and there's been cartoons on the air since 1995. All right. So it's not dormant at all. It's just fell. Here's the interesting thing about this. Here's who's playing the game. <laughs> 13 to 35 seems to be the core group. Mm -hmm. Right. Little kids in America don't know what Pokemon is anymore. Meaning 11-year-olds. They know what Pikachu is because I think someone, there's a report, Pikachu is like in the top three most identifiable things right. on the planet. Like right. it was like Michael Jordan, Coca-Cola, and Pikachu or something. Right. But the actual, uh, like the fad happened when I was a kid. Right. It's amazing that it still survives. That's that's the staying power. Yeah. It's like a billion dollar a year industry. Yeah. Um, but it's been overtaken in the last few years in Japan even. Like there was a big deal that we're getting real fucking geeky now. Go, go for um, it. It's a Cohen centric episode. I guess so. <laughs> we're getting so uh Cohen eccentric episode. There's a there's a new show and a new game and a new card game and a new exact clone of Pokemon called Yokai Watch. Yeah. That has overtaken Pokemon in sales in Japan. The big deal was Pikachu has been on the McDonald's calendar for the last 15 years, and this year they replaced him with a character from Yokai Watch. Okay. So Pokemon hasn't, like, its relevancy has, has been the same as it's been since, like, 1999. You know what I mean? It hasn't uh -huh. really been relevant. Uh-huh. But all of a sudden this game came out, and it's, it, every single news report on every single show I've seen in the last week has been about Pokemon Go. Yeah. From NPR to BBC to like, yeah. you know what I mean? We're waiting for our presidential candidates to weigh in. Yes. Now, is it the first game slash app that's really sort of cracked that AR nut and figured out a way to make a game that... What's AR? In a big way? Augmented reality. Okay. So that that is, so the portion of the game is... Uh, it, By the way, is there one in this house right now? No, I checked. I can't even get on right now. The hills, are, the hills are shitty. Uh, people are getting fucked with that. If you live in like a, a rural location or, you know what I mean? People are just moving. They're just listing their right. houses. I was going to say, real estate listings, if this, can, <laughs> if, if this remains a major facet of everyday life, which yeah. it won't. Yeah. Are there more in the cities? Oh, my God. Did you see what yeah. the Holocaust Museum said? Yeah, they yeah don't I want did to see that. So, so where I, I live in Tuluka Lake. Get the fuck out of here. Where yeah. I live in Tuluka Please don't Lake, do that here. <laughs> where I live in Tuluka Lake, it's not that there's more Pokemon. There's something called Pokey Stops. There, mm. there are, there are real-life places in the game where if you travel to and stand next to, you get points. And that's how you play the game, basically. Right. In addition to catching Pokemon. What's an example of one? Well, they're all based on Ingress, which is this Google Maps geocaching game. So they are, they are landmarks. They are street art. Um, for instance, like where I live in Toluca Lake, there's maybe like five within a half a mile. One is like a fucking dog grooming place. One's a car wash. I went to Hollywood Boulevard last night. Yeah. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. There really? were 10,000 Pokestops. Everywhere you, everywhere the eye looked. I went to a friend wow. show at Second City and Second City is a Pokestop. Right. So I just fucking, for anyone who's playing the game, I set off a lure and I had an incense on, and I caught like 75 Pokemon in like a half hour. Oh my God, I'm just, <laughs> it was great. I'm having an emotional reaction I can't even explain. It's, it, it literally is like, and I don't mean any offense at all. Of course. But it's, but it's like having a conversation with a person from another planet yeah. Yeah. about something. It's yeah. like, I, not, now, not me, that I me fault being this, me, but I'm I just going, have zero interest in it. You know? But have you gotten laid off this? Oh, not late yet, but I've got on date. I'm going on dates. Like that is happening too. The new right. Netflix and chill is Pokewalk. 
Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, um, wow. It, it I can get on Pokey Walk and then Poke a Fuck. Poke a what? Pokemon Casual Encounters. God, this phone today. Yeah, it, Marlon Wayne's, dude. He don't stop. Um, <laughs> Is still, it Marlon? It's still Marlon. No, it was uh, the call that I actually took was William Morris Endeavor agent Craig Costell. So here's well, here who's we're gonna have to get on this show when he's out here in for, August. For, for, and I understand I understand what you guys are going through right now because I've gone through it with. I'm not really things. losing sleep just no, as a. But but it's like the the generational. There was a show called Tim and Eric. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. No. The wor- I don't get it and never did and I was like oh I'm old now and I feel the same way about Rick and Morty. Right. right. Everyone I know loves it and, and Ryan Singer shit loves on the Rick floor and, and all that shit. Right. I've been forced to watch like eight episodes and I haven't cracked a smile once. And I know the creators and they're nice guys and they're fucking yeah. awesome guys. It's just not for me. And I feel like when people talk about it, I'm listening to a foreign language. Right. So I understand what it must be right. like now. And it's not to, even to the details everywhere. of it. it. It's the it's the level of passion about it that like the, all of a sudden it's an obsession with people. But it's been an obsession with us. For 20 years, and that's the whole point. Yeah. Most of the people playing have always loved Pokemon. And, and to can play devil's... Ask, can I ask you one yeah. question? Did you see this coming? No, not at all. Did anyone know they were releasing this? Yes, I'd seen the trailer for it and was excited, but no one knew. They didn't show any gameplay in the trailer, so no one knew what it really meant. We and knew, when did it drop exactly? Do you have a sense? Uh, like five days ago. Like at what time? Midnight or three in the morning or something? All of a sudden, it was just it was just Twitter. It's the only thing that... It's the same way it happened for everyone. I think it just all of a sudden the world was awash with it out of nowhere. It happened. So it, it released in New Zealand and Australia first. Okay. So that's really what happened. They got the game like six hours ahead of anyone else, and in those six hours, they managed to take over all of social media with posts about the game. So we knew wow. we all knew to be checking for it. Right. I tried to download you it before it, just it was available. Apple iTunes. iTunes Store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And it's called literally Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. And here's the things to take away from it. So, like, there's... I don't fucking like BSG. Cohen's taking it. <laughs> took his ball cap off. Well, here's the thing, dude. There, there are generational things. I was never a Star... I'm not a sci-fi guy at yeah. all, pretty yeah. much. I like Star Wars and I like certain sci-fi franchises, but it's not you. know, it's a Facebook flashback or time hop or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever we wake up to every morning for those of us who have continued to uh, keep this feature enabled... You have Facebook memories to look back on today featuring all these people, right? Right. One thing that I remember you were very excited about, in fact, and I look at this every morning now. One thing I remember you were very excited about. You were so so excited that you went straight from the movie theater to the toy store. Oh, for Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. (laughs) (laughs) That's not sci-fi to me. Really? No. That's How like, is that not that, so That is genre at its greatest because it is just a mashup of anime and video games and like they don't even go to outer but space. But within the realm, within the context of science or the genre te- te- of science fiction, genre can be anything. Westerns are genre. Yeah. Sure. Mysteries are genre. I realize, you know, this is a cool kind Romances of sidebar conversation. Have you been watching Preacher? No. Have you? No, I haven't watched it. Um, you know who directed though? No, who? Who's been directing is... Breaking Dawn cinematographer Guillermo Navarro. Oh, who's, who used to work with Guillermo del Toro all the time. Yes, yeah. yes. Academy Award-winning yeah, cinematographer amazing. Guillermo Navarro. So I, I, he I directed love, the best episode, according to everybody. I love Preacher. And then the other day, I went back and rewatched Carnival in its entirety. And I Ron was Moore, like... BSG. These are my favorite shows. And I asked a friend, I was like, what genre is this? He goes, it's a genre. Right. I like like monsters and mythology and... and yeah, he's right. misusing the term. So let me Please. let me just re-educate you. Well, genre is just a French word that basically refers to category. I think. Right. I think so. But anything, anything, most things are one genre or another. But genre, yeah, has boiled down to only kind of refer to basically anything that's going to be at Comic Con. Sure. But that's just the that's the popular. Yeah, horror, sci-fi, fantasy is they tend to throw that label. What at do you it. think the term is for what I like? Like Lost, I would even throw in there. All right, so here's the um, if you just go to go on your iPhone to Google, here's what here's the definition: a category of artistic composition, as in music or literature, sure. characterized by similarities in form, style, or subject matter. Synonyms would be category, class, classification, group, set list. 
So anything, but genre that you're into, Dark Tower Japanese, is a huge example. Well, I was surprised to see that. That Dark Tower. That's straight like, up fantasy. I mean, it's. Yeah. But there's no Crossed dragons with and Western. swords and sandals. Like, I can't do that. I've never right. read a book from the fantasy section of a Barnes and Noble. Right, right. Whether it be, you know what I mean? And, and that to me is what so I'm So no Game of Thrones for you. No, and that's where I draw a weird line. And that's why I can't figure out a name for the thing that I like. Well, you. Neil Gaiman, you. Neil Gaiman is a great example. He writes in that genre. Whatever Neil Gaiman does yeah. is my favorite thing. Huh. What would you say that is? Fantasy. It's, just a, it's a subgenre. It's a, you know. Realistic fantasy, right? Right. I, I really don't know that much about Neil Gaiman's writings beyond like Sandman. Sure. Or like I don't in, know any, really anything about his it's fiction. It's always like real life gods and like uh, right. a lot of he- heavy, heavy mythology and mythos and right. like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, just like Pokemon. Anyway. Just, just like Pokemon. So how do we branch off to that? I remember how. Because it, it, it is the like not, com- the complete not understanding because, like, you yeah. know it's not hurting anyone. If anything... Oh, I don't... Yeah, and I don't mind not right. quite getting the appeal of it. That doesn't bother me at all. There, there seems... And I don't, I'm not saying you guys are in it, but there's a large percentage of people online who are like, this is the stupidest outraged. thing that I've... Outraged. Yes. Please. Right. They don't understand how... I, I sit back... they'll be outraged over something else. With sort of a else. detached fascination by it. Because, I, I mean, I, I like to look at it from all the aspects of, one, what's going on with the technology? Sure. How can that be applied to... Other things that maybe I'm, I'm People interested People are turning in. off the AR. I have my AR turned off because it's glitchy. It's cute for a minute, but yeah. like it's, I don't think it'll ever really But if be you get on the Wi-Fi here at the house, will you be able to find out whether or not there's a Pokemon living with me in this house? Um, maybe. I don't, like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to get on the Wi-Fi. Um, and can we talk your to him? and your phone. Okay. And just the, you know, the bigger ideas of what it, you know, what does it mean? What's, as a social trend what's it mean for people speaking of trend and here's i think the most for anyone who doesn't give a fuck about pokemon video games youth culture anything in their lives the word sore has been trending on twitter for five days okay spell it s-o-r-e because people are walking for the first fucking time right, in their right. lives. Their legs are all this sore. This is the biggest thing to combat child obesity that has happened in America. Right. And it's wow. the truth. Right. Wow. People are walking eight miles a day to catch fucking Pokemon. Right. People who would otherwise be sitting on a computer playing World of Warcraft. or yeah. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And, and that's the positive side. But there are some negative sides that we've heard a little bit about. Granted, those will be, like be a live small action, little instances. Like a big budget live action feature <laughs> film. <laughs> like a big budget that live action feature film. That would be a negative film. side that, that we know is coming. Big time. Yeah. I love the, 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 the robbery thing. Tell me about that because that's fascinating. Well, so, so there's an aspect in the game where you can... Uh, so at a Pokestop, which we said is a real life location. So yeah. like uh, a mural or Hollywood Boulevard. So it's every, almost yeah. every star is a fucking Pokestop, right? Okay. You can set off what's called a lure, meaning it's an item in the game that attracts Pokemon to that location for a half an hour. And other elements. Well, and it attracts people too. So right. like there was... Yeah. There was a thing. It's uh, there's a thing happening in Little Tokyo in three days where there's like I think six thousand people are signed up on Facebook right now. We're all going to go to Little Tokyo at one time. Uh-huh. Someone figured out that that area of downtown has the most lures in L.A. Okay, or Pokestops rather. Fittingly, so everyone's going to save up all their lures, and at one time they're going to turn <laughs> Little Tokyo into the biggest Pokemon hub in the world. Right. It's going to draw every Pokemon in Southern California. Right. So, so those are the kind of cool things that are happening about it. But wow. some people are taking advantage and setting up lures and then just robbing everyone who comes to that fucking place. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm lucky where I live. I live in Toluca Lake. It's it, it fairly it's not innocuous. Too, not too shady. And this was Missouri, Jack. So right. at like 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, the robbery? Yeah. At 2 a.m., really? I've been walking around feeling safe as fuck playing Pokemon yeah. and seeing other weirdos out there at the same time. You know yeah, I mean? but that's, that just seems like maybe not a great idea. If you're in a major city, it's <laughs> Which probably part? not a great idea. 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. Wandering around at 2 a.m. <laughs> in an empty park yeah. or a, a parking lot or, no, say, I stick to a Magnol- river. I stick to Magnolia Boulevard. I just go walk back and forth. Yeah. There's Just remember that uh, syphilis and meningitis are both on the upswing here in Southern California right. among certain uh, sexual populations. So the, the real question is how long will it last? Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. even driving yeah. here, I still saw, I didn't see as many as I saw two days ago, but I still saw 
50 people in my 10-minute drive out on the streets playing. And describe exactly what they look like for Jack. People staring at their Yeah, because Jack tends not to leave the house much before sundown. People staring at their iPhones, flicking their fingers. Doing the zombie shuffle down the sidewalk. (laughs) It's interesting because on one hand, right, it's this social thing that's bringing people out. And on the other hand, it's also focusing them right into their fucking phone and ignoring the outside world. Or the bus, or the yeah, train, hit by cars, or or whatever. But Keith just came from a, a visit thing. to the Autry Museum over the hill here in uh, Southern California, <laughs> and I'm just wondering, did you run into, did you run into anything amongst amongst the stagecoaches and Colt Revolver collection? Any Pokemon? Or Pocahunters or the whatever thing you that bugs call me yourselves? Out is no. The, they need no. to be able to do revision on these Pokestops. For instance, the Holocaust Museum. I get it. Don't, right. make, don't make that a fucking Pokestop. Also, cemeteries are Pokestops. So people have been going into cemeteries yeah. hunting for Pokemon. Well, right. The one, you know what I mean? Some of the Pokemon live underground. Right. You, you have, have to, to go into up. that cemetery with to be a fair, shovel. LA has a really vague definition on cemetery use because I went to a concert at Hollywood Forever. Well, yeah. And there were beer bottles on every tombstone after. And I was yeah, like, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah. No, that's. Wow. That, that, that guy that's who owns gross. that cemetery. That's a, gross. that's a business venture. People yeah. walk, Every time they have a thing at Hollywood Forever, people exit by trampling over graves. Yeah. It's the craziest thing I've ever yeah. seen. Although, yeah. if you, you know... If you were, what is he doing? If you were dead and six yeah. feet under, you know, maybe you'd like the company and the activity. If you're famous, maybe. if you're maybe famous you Hollywood Forever for uh, years. resident Virginia Rapp, then uh, yeah, do you know she's buried there? No, do really? you know who that is? Virginia Rapp. Yeah, no, who's she's the woman that Fatty Arbuckle murdered with a coke oh, bottle. Right. Yeah, that's and that's why people listen to this podcast. <laughs> I visited her grave before. <laughs> so the same with Didi Ramone. He's there. Who? Didi Ramone, Cecil, oh, yeah, Cecil B. DeMille has that giant, yeah. has the biggest one there. But yeah, the yeah. Fatty Arbuckle murder victim is there. Yep. The most interesting thing about that cemetery, so far as I'm concerned, is back when um, Paramount hit the skids, they nearly yeah, like, sold sold off sold that l- entire dir- lot off to that right. cemetery. The graves go directly to the Paramount wall. Yeah. yeah. Like like inches oh, yeah. away. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah just a wall separating you. Yep. So it's a weird. Uh, and when Sumner Redstone finally passes, they just chuck him over the wall. <laughs> yep. Um, How long will it last? Is my question with the Pokemon thing, and that well, and that's the yeah, a little while. Yeah. And then, oh, and then something weeks. else will come along. Nothing yeah. else. N- Game wise, nothing's ever been this big. I right. think people will just get bored of it. Right. Is more likely they'll just get bored of outside. There's never, I mean, I've, there, well, there, the sunburns alone will start to kill them. Yeah. There are plenty of video games that, that have been popular before and like culturally relevant for a certain generation and it becomes yeah. the conversation for a while, but nothing fucking like that. My entire Twitter and Facebook timeline is Pokemon related yeah. for, for a week now, you know? Yeah. So which again is the Pokemon that has sentient human speech? Meowth. What? Meowth. Oh, Meowth. Yeah, I've He's heard of cat. him. cat. He talks right. like, yeah, you don't want to do my mouth impression, but. What? I'm a little tired. I was going to do okay. my Meowth impression. Okay. Uh, yeah, so no Pokemon can talk <laughs> except Meowth, or technically Mewtwo, who can tell, who can like telepathically communicate in full words, but only telepathically. And the rest of the Pokemon, all they do is repeat their names over and over again in, with different intonations. In, different intonations and variations. <clears throat> right. So like Pikachu can say any, combi- any combination of P- the words Pika and Chew. So sometimes oh, okay. he goes Kachu. Sometimes he just goes Pika. Sometimes okay. he says Pikachu. Okay. Pika P. Oh. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. That should make writing the screenplay for the film pretty easy, though, right? <laughs> no. I've tried, guys. We don't need to worry about that pesky dialogue, and that way we can keep the Chinese ago. audiences on board. No, you and- have to have fucking humans, because the problem is... The trainers understand what the Pokemon are saying. So he goes like, Pika P, and he goes like, you're right, Pikachu, we should go there. So it's impossible to write that. We should go to the Holocaust Museum and ransack those tombs. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. Um, We'll see, though. It's it's fascinating. More even than me just enjoying the game. It's insane to be alive during this. Well, what's really going to be most interesting is the lasting impact on your sex life. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's no hope for long-term success. And no. so, I mean, I gotta catch, I gotta catch more Pokemon. Translate it. Don't into. sound sad, Cohen Chu. Um, I don't know, man. It's fun right now, and it's it's addictive in the sense that like, 
I don't know. I just keep wanting to do it. I leave my house yeah. specifically to play to go catch Pokemon. Right. Yeah. That's you know the I mean? component that's driving the success. Well, here's what's also cool about it in another positive sense. Like I, I am not one who leaves his house much, but I am going to social events just for the purposes of trying to catch Pokemon. So my friend had right. a comedy show last night. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll see what it's like in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm, I'm more willing to leave my house and go to places now just for right. the off chance of catching Pokemon. Right. And, um, and you can only catch them. So for the other cool thing is it's, it's geography based. So yeah. like to catch water type Pokemon, I have to go to the fucking beach or like hang out by the LA river. So right. like it makes, it gives you destination days. Yeah. even. Okay. You know so I mean? let me just ask you this. Let's say that the three of us sitting here, we're all playing this game. Sure. And let's say that, uh, connectivity was not the issue that it is here in the Hollywood Hills, right? Mm -hmm. So let's just say there was a Pokemon in this house. Do we all have the ability to catch the same Pokemon? Yes. We can all catch it. Yeah. Right, okay. So there's, they're going to... We're about add, to find out here. They're going to roll out further components to the game eventually where you can like battle other people in-game in and stuff. But right now it's pretty basic, so... Um, but that's fun, though, because I've been with... Like, I've been with a group of people and someone screams like... Holy shit, there's a Geodude, and 30 people run to the corner. You know what I mean? Thank you. Wow. Let's see if this works. It'll work. Do you remember anything generationally during your lifetime that was this, like this in any sense? Not participatory, although... They were like Yeah, fat. there was a crazy phenomenon in the late 1970s. One person would go see a movie and then tell the other humans, and yeah. all the humans would then go line up at the movie theater to see the movie. And it was a really And it big was deal. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. There are only like five TV channels. Someone, a friend of mine is working this week on a show called Colony. Yeah. Um, uh, Sci-fi show. The sure. co-creator is, is our friend Ryan Condal. I had never heard well, of I it before. I could probably get to come on and it And it was like, man, there are 500, no, there are 5,000 TV shows I've never heard of before. Uh -huh. I remember when I yeah. knew every show on TV. No, it's hopeless now. Mm -hmm. It's insane now. It's too like, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith and I were talking about this before you got there. Really? Yeah. Movies and TV there. shows. There's just too much content. Too, mu content. Yeah. too much of it. And I do think, just jumping back for a second, there was a moment. Uh, you have a pokey. Someone's house is a pokey stop. The Buffalo Mural at Out at. Uh, oh, you've talked about Outpost before. Let me see. I can't get there right now, but that's the closest pokey stop to where you are. The Buffalo Mural. It's called, I'll show you a picture of it. It's called the Buffalo Mural. Oh, yeah. I know no, where that is. is. Yeah, the, it's at the foot of the hill. So they give you. I got to go to there. And if it's I, right down there, dude. Okay, sweet. I'll get it on my way home. Well, what if you just jump off the balcony? <laughs> Roll down the hill. <laughs> uh, but like right now, here's the Pokemon that are nearby, and I'm just in this map. I'm not going to get any probably at your house, but I'll keep it open in case someone wanders over. Okay. Someone uh, meaning a Pokemon? Yeah. So this is what the game usually looks like. It's like a Google Maps overlay, and then when right. a Pokemon comes in, it switches to the AR mode. Where it's whatever your phone sees through its camera. Okay. Basically. All right. I'll just leave that out there. But okay. couldn't you just drop a lure and not here because we're not at a Pokey stop. Now you're learning. Not at a Pokey stop. If well, I went what... to that Buffalo mural. Okay. Go down to the Buffalo mural. You can drop a lure. A what about a gym? Tell me no, about a gym. No such things as gems, man. What what is a gym? Oh, a gym. G Y M. Yeah. Uh, that is where you can fight your Pokemon against other people's Pokemon. Gotcha. And that's like the other second main component of the game. Wow. There is a gym. The closest gym to you is. Let's find out what this place is. Not an actual gym, God forbid. No, they're no. never a gym. So they're no. always like churches. But and if you walked eight miles to get there, <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, now it's, it's all right. It's glitchy up here. Oh, the closest gym is the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, well, that's a big ass gym. So another seventeen thousand seats. Another great story. Like Dude, my on. favorite part about this is all the weird little stories. So there's something right now happening called the Battle for the White House. That's been going on for two days, and I read, like, articles about it. Really? So the White House is a gym. Oh. And every 20 minutes for the last two days, two people have alternated beating each other. And it's, there's a war for the White House. And hundreds of people, you have to pick a color team when you enter the game. And there are only two colors. Three. Red, blue, and yellow. Red, and blue. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no one's picking. Only 8% of users have picked yellow. Yellow, really? This, seem, this seems like it goes against <laughs> the whole idea of escaping reality. And gets too much into the real world there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why it's so different. That's why it works so much. It, it, it merged the two. Our real, my real world is Pokemon now. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Is there a Donald Trump Pokemon? No. I wish. Trump, Trump Yoka. Right. Huh. Fun. It's a fast. What's, what's the last movie you paid to see and sit oh through God. for two hours? Uh, Ninja Turtles two. Right. Okay. Right. Keith. Uh. 
Neon Demon and the Shallows. I saw. Oh yeah. Those. Yeah. Let's talk Shallows. Is it, Neon Demon not worth talking? Well, I didn't see Neon Demon. I read, a, but I read All a, I care about with the Shallows is tell me about that great white shark start action. For, stop for a second though, because I read a full breakdown of Neon Demon. What yeah. the fuck is that movie? It's it's a little bonkers. Was it in a good way or a bad way? Because I saw that I saw that one with uh, Ryan Gosling in Taiwan, yeah, and that yeah. was in a bad only, way. Only God forgives. Oh, that, that movie sucked. Right. This, this is better. This is better, but okay. it's certainly not Drive. Okay. <laughs> Or, or is it better than the movie where Madge Mickelson doesn't talk for two hours? I never saw that one, but probably. I've seen that one. Valkyrie, I think it's called. Uh, or, uh, Valhalla Rising. Yes. Right? Yeah. Also not great. Right. Maybe One Trick Pony? I think he's gotten... Sorry, Jack. We're on to... Oh, I don't mind. Rifen. No. Uh, I think because he's now gotten, I learn. He's gotten too far, you know, up his own ass as an artist, and he's that's his primary goal now is to be... Up his own ass. ...an artist, and, you know, he's... As soon as the movie starts, you get the you know a nice title sequence, great piece of music by Cliff Martinez. Sure. The score is fantastic, and the title comes up, and underneath the title is his an name, N- right? NWR logo. Wow! And kind of a neatly arranged. Oh, it's like okay, that tells me where your headspace is at, at this time <laughs> in your in your career. You're wanting to brand your but did yeah. he, did yourself he, as did a logo, much like Hughes, narr- Hughes Hughes Films right. and. Uh, but 1980s. did he narrate a scene in the third act for no reason? Because that would be the ultimate. I don't think director pretentious. I don't think he did. He left okay, that good. to yeah Tarantino. Yeah. Oh um, boy. Well, that happened. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I don't go there anymore. I just rewatched I don't that. The other the Fuck that movie. Yeah. yeah. Out of nowhere, I'm like, what? Because Quentin Tarantino just narrates what's happening on screen. It's like right after the intermission. Yeah. Fifteen minutes Whatever. have passed since. Yada yada, and they never yeah, reuse that device again. So Quentin's right. new thing is like, here's a weird film device I'm going to use once and never again because fuck movies. Right. And so he, according to Twitter today, which I scrolled past and did not I click, said good. says he only has two movies left in he's him. He's been saying that for and what's that three mean years. exactly? He wants he's to retire to after he's ten. Gonna, he's going to switch to plays. He said is his thing. Right, novels and plays and yeah, and in film film uh, criticism. And then maybe twenty years from now, he says if he feels like oh, there's something that he has to do as a movie, he'll do it. But Right. I think he should have stopped two movies ago. Yeah. And he still would have been one of my favorite filmmakers. I I don't think I've ever liked or trusted it, trusted when any artist has basically declared, I am going to retire henceforth in these. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, why talk about it? Either do it or don't. And they end up not doing it anyway. Yeah. So what's the point? It's almost just like, yeah, I think you're kind of just drumming up publicity, aren't you? Yeah. It's something to sort of get as opposed people to actors, about most of whom keeping the cult of just personality stop alive. working for whatever reason. And by the time we've all figured right. out that it's been a while since a Gene Hackman or Jack Nicholson movie, right? And then if you're if you know people, you do start to hear certain whispers. Like I think with Jack Nicholson, it's like having a hard time remembering lines. Right. Decides to kind of hang it up. Doesn't make an announcement. Right. And that's it. Or when he, yeah, or when or you the may never finally get, made. Why is Gene Hackman not working? Connery is so it alive. not remembering lines. You yeah. know what I mean? Or people just get crotchety and decide they don't want to do this shit anymore and stand around and on a sure. set. But right. anyway. But Neon Demon is definitely, it's worth checking out because it does go to some bizarre places and the imagery is pretty fantastic. Uh, it just doesn't have quite enough of a story and it doesn't all hold together. Elle Fanning's pretty great in it. Um, and the other two girls are actually really quite good in it too Abby Lee and Bella Heathcote are quite talented what's the sense of place where is it it's it's LA and it's sort of like now or in the 1980s now now fashion world fashion world but like a very which doesn't even exist in hyper, the no. reality yeah, it's right? like a hyper realized like yeah it's he's trying you to know do, it's a weird like, horror it's a movie Fantasia. right it's his riff like on Suspiria and Argento do you know what right? happens at the end of this movie no, and so if you're about to go see the movie or you're going to see the movie at any point in time, they don't live where they you should probably it. just jump ahead because spoiler I will alert. ask for the spoiler. I don't care. Go ahead. But you haven't seen it. No, but I've read the entire thing. Okay. They're cannibals, the models. They murder the woman and, eat, and cut her up and eat her at the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. The that's, rival model. So that's the undercurrent of the movie is that they're murdering true. and eating the other models. It's not a subtle metaphor. Fuck it's, that, dude. <laughs> Although what it does see, what it does lead to is a pretty, Williams pretty great first. moment where after that's happened, you're left with the other two models and they're at a photo shoot and I guess the one is suffering from her own oh, guilt I over re- this. Oh, yes. And starts to kind of Suffering from her own and, what? 
her guilt. I forgot guilt. about this. She right. starts to kind of gag the and eyeball, retch in the, the middle of a shoot. Thing, yeah. She runs inside the house, drops down on the floor, and essentially throws up um, Elle Fanning's eyeball. And then the other oh, girl really? comes and murders her and eats the eyeball? No, she murders herself. She stabs herself and dies. The other girl comes in and watches all this and, and then, then looks eats down her and sees body. the eyeball and picks up the eyeball and swallows Sweet. it. Sweet. From the makers of Drive. <laughs> yeah. Remember that jacket you liked a few years ago? <laughs> and that song? It's an art film with a capital A. The song is underneath a minivan commercial Dude, now, an, airing uh, all the time on CNN. I went to an 80s-themed birthday party, and there were nine dudes in drive jackets. And I was like, oh my God. what? Nothing about that is 80s, right. my friends. Well, the style of the 80s, jacket. 80s derived. Sure. Yeah. So Shallows. The Shallows. Yeah, is that good? Shallows. You, did, you did see it. Nope. You still haven't. Okay. No, because here's my take on The Shallows. I'm, I'm not interested. Sorry. Not interested in the seagull, not interested in her right. or her predicament. Right. Am interested in the shark action. So cut to me in, in 12 months' time on DirecTV yeah. with my remote. I'll just go shark, shark event to shark event. It's a perfectly serviceable movie is about the best thing you can say about it. Is it better than that other movie, shark movie, a few years ago about the two swimmers or surfers? Open or, water. Yeah. Well, that was, you know, super indie. Nothing really happens in that movie. This is designed much more to be an action thing. Is it better than Shark Knight 3D? I think anything's better than Shark Knight 3D. Even, you know, (laughs) with the promise of some serious, fun shark action. Right. That movie even failed on those terms. Right. uh, For the 20 minutes that I watched on cable one day. Right. Before shutting it off. But, you know, it's, it's just the problem with... The Shallows is just a little bland. I mean, it's a good, high-concept setup. Programmer, she's, one weekend She's movie. fine in it. You can see where, you know, the movie sort of, where it, what its DNA is, where it came from. It's like, oh, if we take a little bit, it's kind of the plot of gravity and just put her in this situation and we, yeah. we take some cast away. And, but they don't do a good job of ripping off any of those movies. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, you've got the seagull that which you read about and it's like, oh, okay, right. The seagull's like Wilson, the volleyball. It's like, no, not really. I didn't even know there was a seagull. <laughs> yeah, yeah Steven Steven Seagull. She's a friend named Steven Seagull. She has a wounded seagull on the rock with her. That she feed it to the shark. She talks to. No, she doesn't feed it to the shark. That's your first move. That would have been logical, but uh, throw the seagull out that way and throw the other way. No, they don't really. They they couldn't figure out how to properly use the ripped off seagull device. Huh. And uh, the Let effects are this. okay. The shark's fine. The attacks are okay for as far as CG stuff goes. Right. But Where'd you see these movies? Glendale. Glendale. Right by so the So during the work day? Oh, yes. Really? And that, and that day I did <laughs> By a, yourself? That day was a slow day. I did a double feature by myself. <laughs> by yourself? Yeah. It's the best. Well, points to you, dude. Uh, it's been did, so long since i did the I've Neon done that. Demon in the morning. Uh-huh. Had lunch. At nice the, morning fair. Yeah. Where'd you have lunch? At the, uh, at the Americana. So saw the movie there. The, at Americana, the Americana at... Or the... the at Brand. Brand. Yeah, yeah. Right at Brand. Grove. The Caruso development. The, the mini Grove. Yeah, the Grove East. Grove Light. Uh-huh. Uh, so saw that there. Probably had lunch at DeLuca's, the Italian sort of deli place. Sitting there by yourself having a nice Italian meal. Sitting there meal. by myself watching, you know, all the people thinking, you know, if only there was some AR game that would tie all these people together <laughs> to give them more of a purpose. <laughs> It'd be more entertaining for me. Yeah. And then went back to the office, and next, right next door is this, uh, it's not an IPIC theater, but it's like an IPIC theater, called the MGN Theater. It's the old man, you remember, on Maryland, the old man plant. Street level or higher? Not plant, but it's, uh, it's right off of brand, and okay. we, you and I saw something there. Yeah, it's been, ago. Bill and I used to see movies in Glendale all the time yeah. when we lived in It was a little Silver like eight-screen man theater back in the day, and it was closed for... A year or so. Do you go up two escalators in the lobby from street level? Yeah. Wow, so that's still and a movie theater? there's two separate buildings. You walk in, you walk this in so the courtyard. This is so fascinating for everyone listening, I know. There's a building to the right and a building to the left. And the screens are split between the two buildings. Oh, yeah, that's still open? Yeah, it's now, uh, and it's empty. It's the best theater in the world. It's, wow. it's more expensive. It's a theater that can't get out of but its lease. You, you will go over there in the middle of the day and see a movie, and there's literally no one in the theater. It's wow. just you, and it's all the you know the reclining leather seats, yeah, power seats, and all that. And they'll bring food to you if you can manage to find the one person that's working. Who's the working the projector, but, uh, the projection system, and the concessions? Right. Wow. 
So yeah, that's where I did the shallows. And wow. You should come over sometime. We'll go see a movie in our own private screening room. That's where we saw Anastasia. We saw so many movies there. Cartoon? A shitty Bond movie. A cartoon Anastasia? Yeah, it's coming to Broadway next year. With the bat? With Bartok? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> and, what, and what's the last thing you Titan saw? Titan A.E. we saw there. What's that? What's the last thing you saw? You haven't been out to a movie lately, huh? No, I walk by movie theaters every so often. You're not going to go for uh, Ghostbusters <laughs> tomorrow night at midnight? Well, here's the thing about Ghostbusters. Like, I don't get... Like, everybody is so... The level of ink, so to speak, yeah. that's been generated around Ghostbusters, a Ghostbusters sequel, a new Ghostbusters movie, the fact that it's all fe- an all-female Ghostbusters, the so-called ghost bros on social media... I mean, I have seen quite a number of tweets from people who do seem to be getting at a basic truth of like, let's just all remember, folks, that Ghostbusters 2 mostly sucked. And even the original Ghostbusters was not like it, it, it wasn't Jaws back in the day. And so the, the way people are so like galvanized, again, again, about, it's like, who fucking I'll, cares? I'll play devil's advocate again. Uh, it's a generational thing. So, like, Ghost Jaws wasn't Jaws for me. Ghostbusters was. Fuck Ghostbusters. Jaws. I remember being a pretty a, big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. For, it's wow. a cartoon. You're it was, it was a big. Car- How about the Goonies? No. Two. two uh, they never had toys. They never had a cartoon. It was fucking one movie five mm. years before I was born. It was Ghostbusters and and uh, Ninja Turtles and like that's it for my generation. Right. So like this. How is old a, are you again, Cohen? Thirty-one. Okay. So like Ghostbusters two was my first Ghostbusters, by the way. So I didn't wow. know it was bad, and guess what? I still don't because it. I, <laughs> I yeah. Beverly Hills Cop three was my first. Like I grew well, up. I'm, in I'm here to tell you, it's bad. Mm, guys, <laughs> Statue of Liberty and, and goes for Ghostbusters two should have been the, the thing Titanic that finally makes it to New York. Everyone from the thing of caring it about was, whether this new ones see the thing is be any good or not because it's like well it can't yeah be, they didn't it, even it have one good one much worse than one Ghostbusters good sequel. I'll be honest the first and I talked to my friend about this the other day Ghostbusters one came out in 1984 the year I was born so I definitely didn't fucking see it for a while right Ghostbusters two came out in like 88 or 89 I think so I was like what was my first introduction to Ghostbusters it was the cartoon right and yeah. primarily it was Slimer. So, like, Lady Slimer and Slimer being back in this is really what galvanized, I think, right. the major outcry towards the end there. Like, they right. pulled the trailer with the Lady Slimer, even. You know what I mean? They wow. had it up for, like, 20 minutes, and then the internet lost their fucking mind. Yeah, it seems like there's, I mean, obviously, yeah, God. there's people like that that their entry point was the cartoon. They're going to be pissed about whatever. You've got the bros that are pissed about what it's an all female cast and whatever, but it's, I don't mind that so much, but I just never gave a shit about that first one. Even I don't know. I, my attitude is with everything is, well, why bitch about it for a year and a half? Yeah. You don't have any say in it. Let them make their fucking movie. And if you want to go well, see yeah, it, you go exactly. see it. And no, speak with your fucking dollars is yeah. what I say. Well, like, that to me is I'm not like, gonna see that it, is so the, the big million dollar thing. question coming this weekend is. Tracking it like 50. And how is that? Is that a not good, great. Is that no, a good number for them? Upwards of two. Really? Yeah. And they're like hinging like fucking so much on this. They have like franchise yeah. plans and like a cartoon coming out. That's the thing about an all female cast is. And the fact that it's a reboot, not a sequel, is um, that's an idea that does get that gets born out or is not born out at the box office. That could turn out to have been a catastrophic business here's, here's mistake. My, here's my main thing on a business end. Who is this movie for, right? Um, it's certainly not for, and I'm going to just blanket say it, dudes or, or guys, because yeah. they've done nothing to ingratiate. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have no reason to see this film. Well, and, I'm, yeah. and I'm not a misogynist gamer gator. I'm just a Ghostbusters fan. I have no reason to see a retry. I would of need what I more love. definition on dudes. Like Male males between the age of like eighteen and forty, like that demo. They're right? not chasing it. They're not gonna go see Ghostbusters. I haven't spoken to a single male right. friend that is going to see this film. Well, that's a big fucking problem if that turns out to be but, reality. And I'll but be I, honest, I haven't spoken to a single female friend that's gonna see it either in that same demographic. So like is this Who's movie, going? Is this that movie is for the mil- teenagers that is who love the movie Kate business McKinnon question of, of our fucking... time? Is right. who are you making a movie for? Who's going to see this new Star Trek movie? Oh no! Who's no. that for? I have no clue. 
Mid- yeah. Midwest. Like, I don't, I, well, they sex it up. It's of... like, okay, it's not going to be Star Trek. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be your grandfather's Star Trek. It's not going to be your dad's we Star Trek. Twice. It's not going to be your Star Trek. It's just, they're, they're trying to make what the last two were more accessible to an action movie, an action movie Fast audience, and, Fast and Furious. Yeah. They hire the director because they generally don't believe the Star Wars or Star Trek franchise can live. In a world with Star Wars, without being, without becoming, an action movie. Although we'll see what Brian Fuller is doing on CBS for next year, right? That's right. And that's CBS TV. All and that's access. where that's where you can get away with doing something that fits more with yeah, you know, the original. Yeah, ideas everyone, everyone's favorite superhero show network, CBS. Well, or and not even the network. Is it the pilot airs on the network, but then all subsequent episodes go right on this. Oui this all-access platform that's kind of untested. But also, I can, um, the dirt that I've heard, and I can't remember, number one, it's been a long time since I've heard this, and I, number two, I can't remember who told me this, so good to go, is um, this is the last movie with that, the, so, the so-called Kelvin timeline, I think, which now is how the J.J. Right. produced or J.J. J. J. Abrams' Bad Robot conceived Star Trek trilogy, which started in 2009 and then Star Trek Into Darkness. This whole thing is wrapping up and goodbye. It's mm. the end of it. And the, um, all, the cast, all the cast here uh, signed for three movies. And Interesting. This is, this is it. And I think, in a way, when you drive around Los Angeles here, where we have exponentially more outdoor billboards, bus shelter posters... Bus side posters devoted yeah, to movies those, and all TV bubble, shows. All those bubblehead. Uh, bu- <laughs> do, you know, do you know what that is? No. Do you know about bubblehead? Bubblehead? No. What's that? Oh, yeah, this is a longer discussion than I maybe I don't want. Twenty uh, percent of the outdoor advertising in town over the last few years has been promoting something called bubblehead, which isn't a real product. And we found out that it's a, it. There's a whole article about it. This guy was was basically squatting on advertising because if you pay for it enough, it becomes yours somehow theoretically. So he's wow. been putting up. Street art, claiming it's art, buying the buying the bus ads and the buildings and stuff, okay. but it doesn't go to anywhere, and it's not promoting a product, and he can't be making money off of it. Wow! So it's this weird, fascinating LA phenomenon. Mm-hmm. It's huh. usually a pixelated blonde woman in like a '70s style art form. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think I have seen those. They're, not, they're on top of stores sometimes. They're wow. everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I think of when I think of LA advertising. Sorry. But just jumping back for a second, when you drive around town here now and you see all the outdoor for the new Star Trek movie, the Sunset Boulevard placement, which is sort of the most lavish placement in town for most of the big studio releases, is now given over to the Rihanna single with a giant portrait of her kind of borged. All the other outdoor basically just says beyond with a with the Enterprise kind of zooming away in a style that's very reminiscent of Bob Peake's artwork for Star Trek the Motion Picture. It feels like they're trying to I don't know that they're trying, that's a presumption but I don't it's, think they're trying the outdoor, anything. it just feels like they're it's a write off already. It's like it's already being written off. I'm not aware of when that film is coming like they I have no awareness of like that a movie. week or two. I don't think I think this should be the last one. Well, how did how did the um, how did the first two movies rate? I like the first world? one a lot. I wasn't a Star Trek. I had never seen a Star Trek movie before. I saw JJ's. I liked it a lot. I went back and watched the TOS. I got the original films. Yeah, second one we fucking discussed this sucked on a previous. And then Into Darkness sucked, and I watched it like maybe on a plane or something, half watching it, and then uh-huh. I'm, I'm done. Like I don't care. And how many this. times? And are you inclined? To rewatch two thousand nine? No, like you liked it at the time, and that yeah. was it. You're done. It was it was a fresh taste take on something I never really cared about it, before. It was yeah. the new thing. It was the reinvention of the thing. Yeah. And, and once that's done, sure, three films in your board by that. What's the next reinvention? Yeah. I mean, that's how we live now. That's how we consume our. People yeah. forget a Predator content. movie came out in the last few years. I had that discussion well, with someone the other day. It's called Predators. You know what I mean? It? Like we're just mm-hmm. everything is just so churned out. Yeah. That. And you were speaking to something earlier that I think is interesting. Like, who are these movies for? Who the fuck was Tarzan for? Who's wow. who's who greenlights these these, yeah. these movies without a without a, a clear audience? Yeah. yeah, without a clear audience. The bigger mystery with that is how has it ended up doing far better than I would have expected it to do? But far better on a curve where it's like I read that article by Forbes. It's yeah. like 
well, it's it may well do 100, 125, and it's like, you know what? No studio is greenlighting any movie with a with what they believe is an established brand hoping to do 100 million. No. Not no. during the summer season. No. but It's, it's a failure, let's be clear. A, it's a failure, but it's not a disaster. And I honestly would have expected it to be well, a disaster. Well, how much did it cost and how much have they spent to market it? Right. Well, you got to figure they... Nothing to market, a lot to a lot to make. Well, no, yeah. I think they spent some money on marketing. Sure, you got to figure it's and a hundred and fifty yeah. million dollar movie, and they dropped at least yeah. 30 20, 20 to or thirty 50. on a yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but it's kind of done some numbers overseas, and yeah, it's if it's a respectable failure. If they're already talking about sequels for Ghostbusters, well. Which seems insane. We'll see. Like, what's their break-even number? It's got to be huge, huge, enormous. Yeah, they have to do 150 here. And again, we're we're deep now into what, believe me, is going to go down as one of the worst, if not the worst, box office summer in recent history, after the landmark record-breaking year that was 2015. You know. There's nothing. I don't even. I'm not aware of the any articles films are already out half even. written. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, I no. There's it's no a terrible, films on my radar. Terrible, terrible summer of terrible, terrible movies. What are the com- What are the big Comic Con things? Most like? of which should not have been made. Most of the Comic Con stuff is all forward-looking. I guess stuff. so. Yeah, yeah. They're not right. not dwelling on. I don't even know what's what's coming out the rest of this summer. Is there still is any, there another big movie? Any big things? What's the August movie. Yeah. On the Guardians of the Galaxy date. How did Finding Dory do? Finding did Dory very, is the highest grossing movie well. of the year now. It did well. Okay. And it's good. That makes yeah. sense. I didn't see it. Yeah, I it's want good. To. If you're yeah. a fan of the original, you will love I this. It. Yeah. It's well crafted. That makes sense. What are August movies? I don't know. Look that I, there's up. There's no more superhero movies this summer, right? No. How is that even possible? There's, there's no more. I yeah. thought there was one every other weekend. We're not going to get a new one until Thor, I think. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Um, Every time I say that, it makes Ragnarok. me laugh. <laughs> Ragnarok. August movies. August Osage County movies. August All right, movies. here they come. Here we go. Oh, my God. Well, Summer's Last Hope, by any conventional definition, is Mechanic Resurrection. I'm kidding. Is Suicide Squad. Right. Sure. I right. have my doubts, but we'll see. Right. The remake of Ben-Hur that nobody asked <laughs> that's for. That's coming out soon? Yeah. <laughs> the remake of Pete's Dragon that's meant to be pretty good at Disney. Right. I didn't like that trailer. Um, the founder just got pushed into award season. Right. Nine Lives. So I don't nothing. even know what that is. Suicide Squad. That's it. Sausage Party. Yeah. Many other titles. I've. I mean, oh my God. Oh my God! These titles: Imperium, King Slave, Final. I'm not even gonna click. Oh, that looked. That's a video game. Don't breathe. The horror movie. I am not a serial killer, which I watched the trailer for online last week and looks pretty good. A re-release of Howard's End restored. Summer's over, kids. Yeah. If Suicide Squad doesn't hunt should be able to with nothing else in theaters. Well, right? the question is always expectations. Again, like what did they spend to make it? It's really hard to get the real number. What did they spend to market it? They're spending a lot what of money to market it. What did they spend on reshoots it. too? What did they, yeah. what did they yeah, spend to, to change it? To change it to yeah. make it less fucking goyer. To make it more Deadpool-y. Yeah. Speaking of reshoots, Star Wars Celebration about to kick off in Europe. Right. Which means a new uh, Rogue One trailer sure. within the next week. I want Before Comic Con even episode starts, episode eight. I don't want to care about. One. You don't when want we, one. When are we going to get episode eight footage? Probably in Comic-Con? front of Rogue One in December, if I had to guess. Uh, no, they'll probably. They seem to be giving more rather than less at their their own events. So I would say Celebration will probably have stuff. When's it next? D twenty three. Next year. Is it next year? Yeah, they skip. Currently, they're skipping every other year. Although I, we'll see how long that changes with all the brands. But some, someone brought this. Maybe it was even on. Or this, how long that's the if, same. I don't know if it was. I was talking about this or on another I, I, thing I did. But Marvel can always just do one of those slates again too. Any of these companies now can just run their own press events anytime they want to. Yeah. 
So they don't even need... You mean the event down at the El Capitan? Yeah, or Luke... They, they could do another Star Wars presentation where they yeah. just update us. So we don't even... Yeah. It's not even dependent on... No, they don't Expos need Comic-Con anymore. or D23 no, or I mean. anything. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's They do what they want when they want yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What else? I don't know. That's about it. Or how are we for time? Oh, we're, well, we need 30 more seconds to get to an even hour. Oh, God. I know you like that. <laughs> Look at me. It's like the end of a shrink session. Stretch. Usually the end of my shrink, ses- shrink sessions go a little something like this. So where are you going to dinner tonight? You ask your shrink uh, Probably No, he oh. asks me. <laughs> probably South Beverly Grill. It's where I've gone the last two Tuesdays right. after the session. Really amazing coconut shrimp roll. Right on Beverly Hills, or right on Beverly Boulevard in Beverly Hills. That's nice. Yeah. It's, you know what that is? That's like the decompression chamber of the session, right? That's the denouement. You've, you, yeah. you've, t- you've climbed in, you've sealed the first hatch behind you. <laughs> yeah. The water's draining out. Yeah. Tonight I think shit. I'm going to go up to Ventura, which is my new jam. I discovered this section of, a be- of the beach with uh, my friend Dawn two weeks ago, and I've since been back up once, nice. very near the Ventura River estuary. I've become more than mildly obsessed with this place. Yeah. Yeah. So, What's it the, called? Uh, it's called Ventura, California. Oh, I don't... I, you mean just that area of... Yeah, do you want me to try and catch some... Is there other Pokemon there? I'll go. Well, of course there Is are. Is it by the water? Yes. Oh, dude, I need a Lapras. Yeah, it's right on the ocean. Oh, yeah. You need a Lapras? Yeah, they look like Loch Ness monsters. Yeah, uh. I know what that... I generally know what that looks like. <laughs> I don't know how I just picked that up, but... Keith is wearing, what, a Skeleton Crew t-shirt? Monkey Shines. Or is that Monkey Shines? Is that the second I'm, time I I'm made that fuck up? I'm glad you brought that up, because I could do 10 minutes just on this. That's Monkey Shines. Why and don't you do it? how often it is... Hey, can I take your picture for our illustrated episode guide? Uh, sure. Okay. How often it's mistaken for the other... Skeleton Crew. It's no. It's no, always. It is Skeleton Crew. It is Skeleton. It crew. is Skeleton it looks like Crew. Shines. I win, and everybody goes for Monkey Shines, which that alone boggles my mind. Yeah, people know it's what like, that movie how is. How many people? Yo, man, not, everyone, even, not even know the movie, but I guess actually specifically remember the poster art. For everyone Monkey had shines. a VHS of Monkey Shines at one point. Yeah. Um, that Romero classic. I don't. It's a horrible fucking movie. It's not very good. God damn it. Jason Beggy. Is that who's in Monkey Shines? Yeah, wow. that was the actor. Um, it's not very good, but yeah, everybody goes for that. And then if it's somebody who's got kids, sometimes you'll get the, the outlier who will say, oh, is that from Toy Story 3? Is there a monkey with a... Oh, yeah, I guess there was an evil... The, the security the guard. The bad guy monkey, yeah. yeah. watching this monitor. I don't like to take your picture now, Cohen. Okay. We have to do this on air? No, you can just vamp. I mean, that is technically well, that still is on, on air, air for yeah, me, can, buddy. I have to get your gold shoes. Thank you. That's all. Okay. Damn, Daniel. You still it's still Bad sticking with still sticking with that, shoes. huh? <laughs> yeah, you with also that. love the Felicia one I've noticed on Twitter. Um, just once. No, only once. I feel yeah, like you tweeted so. that a few times. I think so. You I should get a selfie, but I'm not doing it. Sorry, Kathleen. Um, sorry, Kathleen. Do we want a picture of your uh, Pokemon tattoo on your heart? No, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> So we know where to make the first cut. Right. Yeah. Um, you're not going to Comic-Con. No one in this room is going to Comic-Con. Bill Condon is coming through town for 10 days, which means no podcasting for 10 days out of this house. And so maybe we'll see each other a week after next. Sure. Because we're not on any... Do you remember how often we used to record? Once a week. It was weekly? Yeah. God. There was a pet stretch there, yeah, where yeah, you guys like were, a while, it was were on it weekly. In the beginning, God, at least. That's crazy. Yeah. We can also Skype, dude. If, you do, if you're, Are you tech-savvy enough to, to pull that together? I don't really want to do that. Okay. We need this live theater energy in the room. <laughs> you yeah. do. Yeah. I actually have a list of people who I want to bring on the show who kind of want to come on the show, including Nikki Pierce, who works with Stephanie Meyer, cool. Ralph Collier, my friend, the acknowledged world... Uh, expert on great white shark attacks on humans Sweet. he'll do a very awesome. very very good hour yeah that's steve exciting. henges needs to come back on so and you were on that list keith and now you're being crossed off and marlin get rid of me early. marlin wayans day, right? uh richard kelly i think we are gonna uh, i'm gonna make a play for him yeah, yeah. um 
And who are you bringing on, Cohen? No one. The much maligned Matt, Max Landis? No. Uh, this is your world, man. I don't want to invite people to your house. Yeah, and that can be said more than one way. <laughs> I'm not going to bring people up here, dude. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, so what should we call this? Episode 60? I'll go for it. Let's let our guest name it. Oh, it's got to be something. All genre. Let's put it's all the pressure on him. Pokemon. It could be genre. Yeah. Or it could be Pocus something or other, but you would have to declare that. You'd have to translate Get some it. investment, Cohen. I mean, half this episode has been you. <laughs> so what's it going to be called? I think genre. What is this? This is not a Pocus stop. We could call it no, the Buffalo Mural. Right now. It's called the Buffalo, Buffalo Mural. The Buffalo Mural. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Like that's where I'm heading next. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's episode 60. Keith Clark, Matt Cohen, Jack Morrissey out.